Robots Radio presents Rated M for Mature. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to the Download Weekly Gaming News, the show where we give you the deal on the latest in gaming every week in a small bite-sized download. My name is uh, Jameson. My name is Alberta. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I feel so bad for anyone's ears. Okay, remember how we talked about in the last episode the Harry Potter um I forgot that's what yes, brought that up. That was me saying that, that there's got to be a a parody. And we looked it up and it is the classic. Oh, I mean, Olivia yeah. saw. Oh. <laughs> so we've been doing that for the past 5 minutes at each other to get ready. Pretty much. Pretty much. And it's and it's still in our chat history as well from last week when we recorded. So it's, you know, that's also really sad that that's like the last time we were online together yes. was yeah. this time last time. Don't it feel great? No. Uh. It uh. Anyway. Stop. God, if you guys need to go watch that, just go Liviosa. Yeah, with with a couple A's. Oh, and yeah. I mean, the the true OG Harry Potter parody, Potter Puppet Pals. Yeah. So it's true good. though. That's also one you should go look up if you've never seen it before. Ron, Ron, Ron. Anyway, we've got more Harry Potter to talk about today. We've got also a few other things, not too much going on right now. Uh, and we've also been busy AF. So um, I know we're like missing things here and there. But uh, we'll dive on into some of the big stuff. And if you guys happen to see things that uh, pop up, you know, shoot us a message. Drop it on our Discord in the uh, podcast. A D of the cord. Yeah, the podcast discussion channel, and uh, we'll add it to our covering. We've had a couple people actually in the last couple months um, send articles and stuff that we've That's awesome. added in and talked about. So you love to see it. Uh, first up, before we get to Harry Potter, announced today, a new Witcher game is officially confirmed in development. Thank you. Yes. Uh, also, super interesting that on the, you know, like the birthday, the age verification to get in, it doesn't go to the 31st. Interesting. Like, what if you're born on the 31st of a month? You just pick not, a different not day. That, not that anyone actually enters in their actual birthday. No, you just do it as close as you can. Then I'm lying. Does it look like they're, pr- they're promoting lying? How many times have you inputted the wrong age? When you weren't, in fact, 18, Jameson. Literally every game or website that I wanted to go to before I was 18. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, even my Steam profile still doesn't have my right birthday on it. It's just like, it's just like default set to like January 30th, like 19 something, 19, like 90 something. I don't even know what year it is. It's not my birth year. And it's obviously not my birth month because we're both July. Interesting. uh, 
yeah and it doesn't change because it's it's just it's saved in there so i could just hit you know view every time it pulled up anyway uh cd project red has announced that they are excited to announce the next installment of the witcher series uh is kicking off development and they are telling us it is a entirely new saga for the franchise you will not be playing as our favorite white-haired man manly man Geralt of Rivia we'll be playing as someone entirely new um no details nothing to share go ahead no I just think this is probably the best way to do it I wholeheartedly agree you get a whole new I mean everyone watched the series and so you have a bunch of fans that want to get into some new lore and you can capture them for the next few games I either think it's going to be a female witcher or we will have the ability to create our own witcher Oh, like I think I could see I could see like it a being femstep kind of, situation. Yeah, kind of like how they did cyberpunk where it's you choose a male or female and it's voiced, you know, fully for each male or female or yeah, like Mass Effect as well. And then you customize it, you know, tweak it a little bit. It'd but, be cool uh, to see this go Mass Effect route when Mass Effect was good. Yeah, I think so. Also, the, the they have a picture for the, the new pendant of the new Witcher. It's pretty cool looking. Yeah, it's like a less chaotic version of what it is now yeah a little bit more like it almost looks like um like cerberus <clears throat> yeah that's what i was right? thinking it looks like or those, uh what's the, what no what's the what's the god the the god of the dead he's like half he's like a jackal yeah yeah it looks like a jackal head yes Ugh, my egyptian mythology you is killing me right now yuck anubis anubis yeah actually that's what it is got it yeah it looks like a jackal head anubis because anubis has the head of the jackal anyway uh and they are also announcing that they are no longer using the cd project red engine thank you and they will be moving to unreal engine 5 as part of a multi-year partnership with um epic games which includes not only the license but also technical development of Unreal Engine 5 and future versions of Unreal Engine. So that's a heck of a I mean, a that's huge. Yeah, I can't believe that Epic would honestly let them in on that. Oh, Epic Epic does that all the time. They did that with Unreal Engine 4 for other big studios. Sure, it, but they've been super weird about things lately. It's no, but that's how that's how like with a with a engine like that, that's how you make big money because you can increase the price and then you can continually charge Oh, rather than just charging year over year for a license and then they get periodic updates like this gives Epic constant revenue because they are also providing some development services. They are providing customization of the engine for CD Projekt Red. I find it hilarious that developers have to pay like like how we have to pay from Microsoft to use the program. I find it hilarious that they have like, yeah, we have to pay them to like use their stuff. Yeah, just makes me laugh. And theirs is like a gajillion yeah. more times expensive than ours because theirs is a commercial version. Yep. And they profit off of it. Epic Games also takes gets a percentage of the profits uh, when you run their engine. Ew. I mean, so. but yeah, whatever. I mean, you got to do something if you're making what people are using to make games. Like, you got to find ways to make money. Uh, everyone, all the game engines do it, but... Uh, Yes, very, very excited for uh, this. So we've probably got at least another eight years before this game comes out. Ouch, but yes. Six six to eight years would be 
would be my guess. So we're looking at 2028 or 2030. That's those are words I don't want flying out of your mouth. I know. They've also stated that uh, Cyberpunk will not be making the jump to Unreal Engine 5, that it will be remain on the red engine. Um, so there'll be no changes to Cyberpunk. I mean, that's probably for the best. I feel like it would literally just destroy everything. Yeah, they would have to basically rebuild the whole game. So um, better off just fixing what you can on that and then making another Cyberpunk on a better engine. Yes, they did also stress that um, despite their partnership with Epic, that Witcher will not be a single storefront game. Witcher will be available on all platforms. Uh, and they, they've echoed this before uh, with um, Cyberpunk as well, that they're they're pretty determined to make their games available on every platform for every player, which is the smart way to do it. Oh. Uh, and they also even went so far as one of their developers went to s- send out a tweet uh, just reminding people that this game is not Witcher 4. It is going to be an entirely new Witcher game. Uh, and that it is not exclusive, as I just stated. So um, they're not going to be discussing any specifics at this time in terms of story, characters, mechanics, plot detail, obviously, because they are literally just getting started. So uh, we've got probably at least two years before we see or hear more details about it would be my guess. Yeah. I mean, we don't even know that they could be announcing this and then have a decent amount under underway. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, companies like to really tease games out nowadays. Like, It's true. I mean, so hopefully it's good. That's that's all we can hope for these days seriously last week we also had the harry potter state of play or the hogwarts legacy state of play we got to see about 14 minutes of some gameplay uh for hogwarts legacy and i am cautiously optimistic it looks pretty cool i like the style that they went with which is a little bit more realistic um, yeah, but think, it's not super, it's not super realistic. It's still. Yes, there's still some like cartoony to it, but I mean, it, you have to kind of do that. Plus, it'd be just too much. The you can. OK, they show videos of you flying around on a broom. So freaking cool. Um, so you're actually going to be able to go outside of just like walking around Hogwarts. So they've got Hogsmeade uh, and the surrounding country. So. I mean, you'll get to fly around the castle. You'll get to fly around Hogsmeade and probably some of like the countryside surrounding it. They they have stated that it's yeah, it's like the Hogwarts area, the Hogsmeade area and the Forbidden Forest area will be the the playable regions of the game. Um, Yeah. And as Brenna says, they did show some um, broom flying. However, it has not been confirmed at all whether or not you will be able to participate in quidditch that would be stupid if they if there's don't no do it, quidditch i'm out i don't know that i'm out i think I'm that out. if they say they're not doing quidditch on the first game it should be like a dlc thing that's added in yes i shouldn't have to pay for it either okay like, fair enough but like quidditch, honestly quidditch the, is part of hogwarts yes 
Yes, that's it is. Like, that's like making a game about like high school, but oh no, we don't have football or sports. I, I yes, I it will it will come eventually. There's no way that it won't. But I mean, yeah. this looks so good. I mean, what also gives me a little bit more confidence is like they show a clip of you using like spells and stuff like that in combat and they say it's like oh you can use puzzles kind of like um how uh, uh oh my god nathan drake that series why can't i think of the name uncharted thank you kind of how uncharted does that but like it, he completely wrecks someone like literally obliterates them into ash in this video so it's like okay are they actually gonna do some more dark dd type things no. He just nah. obliterated a human. Nah, he just made him go poof. You saw chunks of body. I mean, there was no blood, but where? Scroll I definitely down. did not. I definitely did not see that part. Scroll down. He sends like a lightning bolt. Oh, he and just it, like he just shoots him back. It just blasts him back. It, uh, Are you sure? Yeah, the dude's perfectly OK. You can't you can't be a Hogwarts student and be exploding other people. It looks like, like a Death Eater, so who knows? Nah, not okay. Well, Death Eaters aren't around yet. Death Eaters haven't haven't been invented yet. This is the 1800s. Well, some sort of uh, culty type dude. I guess that is the 1800s. So uh, it's yeah. darker, it's seedier. It looks like they're actually gonna do some stuff. Yeah, it honestly it looks it looks really quite phenomenal. They've added so much to the game um it'll be really nice to see more like hands-on gameplay rather than just uh you know picked moments shown um but uh let's dive into some of the details of what we know so far uh it is first and foremost a single player rpg there is no current plans for multiplayer they have not talked about multiplayer uh co-op could be super fun but they have not mentioned that at all either uh the game takes place in 1890 uh so i think from the current movies dumbledore would be the only character who would be alive yeah uh, but i don't even know what, what what year was dumbledore born he was he's like a stupid amount of hold on yeah continue oh i'm i'm, I'm looking it up too dumbledore's got to be at least 1881 oh so he'd only be nine years old at the time yeah so, so not would, even ready to be in Hogwarts yet. I wonder if you if the game progresses through the years at Hogwarts, if you get to one of the later years, Dumbledore shows up as like a, uh, you like know, an NPC like a, or something or just a character. Yeah, yeah, like a first year. That'd be cool. That would be really cool. I feel like they should have like a little side mission where you can like help Albus go find his school books. I don't know. Well, yeah, a little Albus. That'd be fun. That'd be cool. Um, so the game is set to release this holiday year, uh, doesn't mean it won't, it couldn't still get pushed back, but hopefully it will be a firm November or December release date. Uh, they're really trying to, to hit that. Uh, but let's see what else, where are, the, where are my notes? Okay. So you'll be able to attend classes. You'll obviously be able to cast spells. You'll be able to fly around a broom. Uh, there'll be secret rooms, dungeons, of course, because it's Hogwarts, uh, you know, puzzles like it's it's going to have just so much 
yeah in, in it i think it's cool that they so they have the room of requirement in there um and they kind of base it as this like weird area that you can customize everything and have like your areas for potions and whatnot which is it's like, like yeah they're using it like as your character's base yeah so to speak so you can have like different elements in there uh you know including crafting you know you can do plants you can have animals uh in there which it's is be the kind coolest of like a place to have hub. it it yeah, makes sense perfect place perfect place uh stealth is also going to be a part of the game as well um in addition to the normal you know core abilities uh you know there's gonna be a lot of spell casting in the game they did have some combat um so they've they mentioned that you'll be battling magical creatures dueling your classmates as well as fighting against the occasional you know evil adult wizard or uh maybe evil evil magical creature like goblins or something that'd be cool yeah um so they'll have a variety of spells. They didn't really talk a lot about how the spell system will work, but I imagine it's going to be a pretty interesting, like, control scheme. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's just going to be, like, a skill tree, honestly. I can see it being... A, but how you're going to have a large variety of spells that you're going to want to be able to cast. So m- I, my, my initial thought is it's going to work like a combination of controls, is that yes. you'll unlock spells and then you'll hit different combos to right. cast specific spells or it might be like kind of like a quick time thing i don't know it's gonna be interesting to see quick time would be interesting that would probably be yeah but then it obviously kind of like limits the uh yeah i feel like you'll just have slots and you can put whatever you want in said amount of slots yeah so, so we've got a, we've got a lot more info we're we're waiting to hear but um I'm just stoked on the character customization that they actually like went for it. Yes, that is that is definitely very, very big for a lot of people, uh, as it should be, you know. Yeah, uh, so you can be a witch or wizard, uh, full, you know, hairstyle, color, skin, scars, everything of that sort. And then as soon as you jump into the game, you could decide your house um, and then whether they're feminine or masculine, that type of stuff, body placement. Um but then at the very, you know, middle of the game, once you kind of start unlocking things, you can go and buy new outfits and gears and things like that at Hogsmeade, which is just freaking awesome. So that's something yeah. I would think a stupid, not a stupid, because I can't do that. I would put money into costumes and designs into this. But not a lot, because I'm kind of cheap on that. It's digital. I can't. Apparently, there was resistance. Uh from the management of the game about adding character customization but they they over i guess they uh overcame that resistance um but uh they're trying to also make the game as inclusive as possible it's not confirmed whether or not the game will have a transgender option but um it kind of like are ish like they're allowing you to pick certain like feminine ish things for a character so will they kind of go the route of like oh be more feminine voiced uh longer hair type of a thing i don't know or shorter hair for women my google randomly keeps like kicking me out of web pages that's super annoying and it's just like oh snap and it's like status code violation i'm like go f yourself i'm not doing anything i have one window how dare you i know um 
Yeah, and see, like, th- like not not to sound like insensitive, but like that's where the transgender option is really easy. Is you just allow people to just pick whatever you unlock- voice they want. Well, you just unlock every option for everything. It's not yeah. gender locked. Yeah. So your hair can go in anything. Your beard can go in anything. Pretty much like how Cyberpunk did it. It was just right. like, you know, all over the place within within reason, of course. It was there was some, yes. there was some within reason, but uh, you also be able to get companions in the game, whether that's, um, you know, NPC you know, fellow NPC students or, you know, little magical creatures that uh, follow you around. And um, but uh, yeah, I think we, we've got a long way before we see more information. I'd expect at uh, E3 or and all the, the summer shows in uh, June that we will uh, get a chance to see a lot more of the game. I'm so excited. I hope this is really good because I want to sink some time into something. I know Brenna's been really struggling with uh, with her gaming lately. It hurts me physically because there's nothing I want to play. And she she wants something to dive into. And she's she's been jealous that I've I've like been sinking time into uh, Elden Ring. I want something bad. I know she's just jealous of even having time to play games. Not that I have much time. Hey, 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 now. I mean, I've played like. Most of my friends are already like a hundred plus hours into Elden Ring, and it's been like three weeks for me, and I'm at like twenty hours. I mean, you have somewhat of a life. <sighs> it's just I I just get home so late, and I need to be a good human being and go to bed at a decent time. So, like, I maybe get like two hours of games. That's a decent amount. And Elden Ring's not a game I can start like after 10 p.m. because then before I know it, it's no. like 1 a.m. and I'm like, oh, yep. crap. And yep. That's the issue. That's if, the it's issue. one of those games you need like at least an hour to do anything. I just need to. I yeah. I I play it usually in like two to three hour blocks of time because that's the most amount of time I can play through before I get to something and I get frustrated at something. Yes. And then I need to pause for a second and then I'll come back. But uh, the other weekend, I actually sank like six hours into it in one like sitting because I was uh, going through Stormvale Castle. I finally decided to go through the game's first legacy dungeon and fight like the first big boss after spending like fucking eight, eight hours just running around doing things all over the world. There you go. So now I'm back. Now that I've completed it, I'm back to running around doing things all over the world. And then eventually I'll move on to the next area. There you go. There's just so much to do in that game. Like there is an incredible amount of content. Why are you staring at me like that? Are we doing a thing? I'm like, let's go here, sir. Whoa. All right. Let's go, Brenna. Take charge. Lead the way. Don't don't do this. I hate when you do this. Hate when I do what? Anyway, next up, the Twitch do better movement, um, which has been kind of around for a while, is continuing to act ask Twitch to do more. Um, you know, it's safe to say that Twitch has, you know, done literally nothing uh, with all of the issues facing them. And they this past. Past month, yeah, was a uh, Black History Month. And they had like a temporary like section on the front page called Black Brilliance Recommended Section. I don't like that name. 
I don't like that either. Like, why couldn't they? They could do anything else. Like, they could uh, name it anything else. Yeah. So that was criticized, but uh, they're just criticizing the platform in general for not doing enough about uh, dealing with uh, online hate speech, uh, you know, racism, and the myriad of other issues plaguing Twitch, which is such a incredibly toxic platform. Yeah. Uh, to be completely honest, so they're. I guess so they're they're Twitch has apparently filed a lawsuit against people who have been doing hate raids, but um everyone is just calling for Twitch to do better and they're have a deaf ear because they care about random things. Yeah, I mean they don't actually take any harassment complaints seriously. It's like why even bother having a reporting system if you're never gonna do anything about it? And you know that certain streamers and things have gotten so many red flags and um, like documentations of this. It's like, okay, it's hitting a certain critical level. You think you maybe should look at it and then do something about it. But yeah, no, I agree. And one one of their chief complaints is that uh, in addition to the improved moderation is they want uh, both human and algorithmic uh, logic that will like uh the platform will like you know bring up more you know in this case you know black streamers to the front page basically they're they're one of the things is wanting to promote more exposure for streamers because a lot of these streamers are not getting to the front page and i mean i don't want to like sound disingenuous but this is just a general issue with twitch if you were not one of the original people that was on twitch back in the day you're not on the front page no one is. It's not just, you know, it definitely disproportionately affects, you know, minority streamers, but it's just. It I don't understand why there white, aren't white guys. Well, yeah, I mean, that's who mostly streams. I'm sure if you look at the like demographic of streamers, it's mostly white dudes. Yeah. But I don't um, see why they can't have like different windows you know, like they did for this, but obviously, like well, that also got new and up and coming. That also got flack. Flack when you could add tags to streams, and you could tag your stream as black, and you could search like the, apparently that got issues. And it was issues with like LGBTQ as well, and women, and uh, I don't. It it seems like there is no good way to deal with Twitch. In all honesty, well, the like, thing the is, you're gonna is just messed up. Oh, it is. Well, you get the there's a decent amount of people on Twitch that are in favor for racist, horrible things. And they and do so, yeah, terrible yeah, things. They do. And so obviously, as soon as Twitch tries to fix anything, there's a huge backlash on their platform. It's just created this horrible cesspool. And there's and almost no God, way out. Like my status stack buffer overrun. Like, what does that mean? And it's on my it's on my like Google Doc page. Sarah's having issues. I don't know what is wrong with my Google Chrome. Like, I'm not I'm literally not doing anything. I have a discord open and my docs and it just seems to be losing itself. But bottom line, like Twitch needs Twitch needs better enforcement, better moderation, and it needs to be the same across the board. It needs to be same whether you are a un, you know, affiliated streamer. It needs to be the same if you're a Twitch partner. Yeah. 
Twitch partners should not be able to get away with doing whatever they want just because they are a Twitch partner. Yeah, I agree. If I don't care if you're Dr. You know Disrespect or Ninja, if you do something that is against the Twitch rules and violations, you should be subject to the same penalties that all other streamers are subject to. At, the, at a certain point, when you're like that affiliated with Twitch, you don't need to be on the front page. Like you already have enough fame. Yeah, right? Like you should just be in your own little box on the side that's like a rotating tile of all the people that are on currently. Like, I don't understand why it can't be just like, you have your small section and it's just a rotating like thumbnail of yeah, everyone if, that's on. And if you're that big, people know where to find you. People know how to find you. We don't need you right there on the front page showing up every time we open it. Right. And we need the that's, like new and hot or the up and coming or the people like, here's a category of everyone that just got affiliated. Go check them out. Top rated, hottest most viewed there we are dude <laughs> honestly though but like you can uh, it, it was rolling through my head because you can have categories right first person <laughs> eov black i mean honestly it's on there uh, too funny click at the top funny is also it. on there funny is on there <laughs> <laughs> oh god we're terrible yeah uh <clears throat> this is another one of those pages that doesn't like me to open the link unless i have uh, a million things signed up for it yeah or i'm in like incognito mode or something which is yeah. what i'm gonna have to do because it's my ad blocker yeah i know uh so apparently there's an actual Chevy Tahoe <laughs> in the Halo franchise, which is a series that takes place like 300 years from now. Um, like, why? I don't know, but also it kind of cracks me up. Like, I know that like weebies that have like neck bearded out are freaking out about this, but it's like a 2000s Chevy Tahoe. That's there is hilarious. Nothing, there is nothing. This is like some bull, like, excuse my language I'm about to use here, but this is some bullshit marketing, and I am not a fan of it. As someone that's outside of the franchise and doesn't have as much invested in it, I find it hilarious. But if I was like a diehard Halo fan, this would be super upsetting. I mean, even if you're outside of the franchise and you watch this and you see like all the sci-fi stuff happening and then you see the Chevy Tahoe in the background, if you notice it, you're going to be like, huh. And like, it's going to make yeah, you pause you for a second. Yeah. And it's just like, and in all honesty, like I am not super thrilled. Like I'm very concerned about, God, my page timed out again. Also, like randomly my uh my tabs on like my um on um because i save so i save all the stories you know like in my safari on my phone and then i add them in every week and it's randomly like been removing stories or it will like have the same stories repeating week after week and i'm super confused like something is updating like syncing on my phone and i don't like it and it's messing things up um I'm I'm very concerned about this Halo TV show for a myriad of reasons, you know, besides it just being Halo. But um, 
one of the things that really concerned me was there was a tweet. God, where is it? There was a tweet, like an article from Variety about uh, the Halo show with a um, interview with the show runner. Gosh, and it's just not where I want it to be. So now I have to go and dig it up. But like there was one quote straight from it. And I just really did not like seeing that anywhere near this TV series. And it was like, uh, like to paraphrase, it was like, you know, we never looked at the Halo games when we made this show. That's we not never looked up. Here. We never looked at or could, like examined anything. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Also, like, who in the world would say that? Right. You're so dumb. Like, why? Why would you ever say that uh, before a video game TV series is about to release? You are literally telling your entire audience not to watch because you decided to ignore everything about the franchise in favor yeah. of what you think is good TV. Oh, like gosh. you are handed a story that has stood the test of time and has created a legion of followers and like lore and history and everything else. What are you? Nah, nah, I know better. I'm good. I got this. Like, I'm going to, I'm still going to like check it out, but. Oh, I'm we're no going to wait for that. Yeah, I'm going to wait. It's like, it's, it releases this week on the 24th, but uh, ugh, like not. Ugh. No, that see that's a good uh, that's a good noise. This is not a good noise. Um like let me hear. Like they're so they say they're trying to they're trying to you know make the show more appealable to a larger audience, which you Get don't need here. to do that. It's no. a sci-fi show. It yes. will be appealable to anyone that's interested in sci-fi. Also, Witcher didn't try to make it appealable to anyone. It was a Witcher movie series or uh video series and it's like okay it did so well because it was witcher and it was just a good show make a good show about this game people will and, watch it and see like what tells me right off the bat is when you know they're talking to, like when the guy is like the executive producer and the director's talking about it's like how do you make an, a first person shooter a tv show and i'm just like oh my sweet jesus what they are coming at this from such the wrong direction. I feel like they hate the series. Like, I feel like they hate this game. They don't know anything about the series is what it is. Like, that's, I feel like I'm, they just I'm, hate it, though. I'm looking I'm looking for the quote here. Like, just. Uh. It's like everything about the series. They're like, why would we do that? Why would like, anyone want that? They, they brought in people from 343 and... Um, so what throw stones at them to to give them all like information on the canon, like information about the Halo universe, you know, like the history, like all that, you know, all the basic stuff. Uh, but then like Deepest. and then but then the showrunner uh, set, you know, in a quote says we didn't look at the game. We didn't talk about the game. We talked about the characters in the world. So I never felt limited by it being a game. You can talk about the game. And not be limited by it being a game. Like, what if someone was like, let's make a Harry Potter show, but we didn't look at the books. We didn't read the books. 
we didn't want to be limited by the books. It's a resource. Why would you negate your best resource? <laughs> Fantastic. That's how I feel, like reading this article. Chomp. Just how loud was that, by the way? It actually wasn't too bad. Oh, okay, good. Uh, I made sure go. to lean back as I as I yelled, so it kind of like, and I, you know, looked up, so I wasn't yelling directly into the mic. Yes. Um, but and so he goes on to say, like, you know, they talk about you know the richness and the depth of the universe was you know, pretty extreme and and mind boggling, which I agree. It, it is there is a lot out there, um, but like you can't ignore the games. No, it's stupid too. Like that's why this is what it is. I don't understand that. Like you are literally making uh, just uh, uh, so upsetting. Um, and so they're. I don't know, like what their what their plan is, but apparently the game is on a different timeline. I don't, don't I like don't, that. I'm trying to like digest it, but they're they're making the comparison to like Marvel. Hey, and how Marvel has all these like different timelines and they kind of like pulled it all together to create like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That's how they're describing it. And I don't like that. Hmm. Like, I feel like there's plenty that can be done with Halo. Without it being a different timeline. Also, like, what's to say we could like the series didn't have to be about Master Chief. No, like it could have been about other Spartans. Anyone. There's Anyone else. thousands of Spartans. It could have been at a variety of different points in the series. Like, I think it really should have just been like something that every grown man that played this game can latch onto a younger version of them, like a teens version of them going through the process of like in the military and like life struggles and that type of stuff. Yeah, that's how they should have so. done it. It should have been like uh, like a coming not coming of age, but like a man thing going through and becoming a part of this like huge corporate, not corporation. You know what I'm talking about? And, and they're and they're talking about exploring the personal lives of Spartans. And I'm like in in potential later seasons. And I'm like, the no, Spartans don't have personal lives. They are literally genetically engineered super soldiers. All they did was go from one combat to another combat. They were specifically designed to fight and kill constantly against aliens, especially if they were one of the earlier generations of Spartans, which were literally kidnapped children that were raised to be these soldiers. They know nothing else. It's yeah. only it's only when you get to the much later generations of Spartans where it's like, oh, hey, I've been a UNSC soldier. Now I can become like a low class Spartan. You know, because there's different levels. So like yeah. Master Chief is a two. He's like the second generation. So and he's one of the genetically engineered children 
There was, I think, 76 of them initially, and only 23, I think, survived, something like that. Um, and then after that, they are just regular people that are given some genetic modification, but they're not as, like, heavy-duty. They're like Spartan right. knockoff. Like, each generation down is, like, more of a knockoff. So, like, Spartan 3s were, like, a cheaper version. They were a little bit stronger, a little bit better, but they weren't as, like well armored or as well shielded or all that stuff and then spartan fours are like the run of the mill like okay we're we're cranking these guys out now yeah yeah um it would be cooler to see some sort of like command like the decision like the because obviously people run this right they're like command not commanders but like the political powers that end up doing these things like so the 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 original halo i think it was called the orion project if i remember my lore correctly the original orion project was a off the books black ops project that was experimenting with genetic modification of you know humans with obviously to you know for military use uh and so the first generation was pretty much a failure across the board supposedly sergeant johnson the black guy that's always smoking the cigar in all the games supposedly he is a failed generation one spartan which is why he somehow seems to literally survive everything thrown at him for so long being just a normal like quotes you know soldier when all the other soldiers are literally getting their you know insides torn apart by these massive nine foot tall aliens solid um and then they canceled that and started the Spartan 2 project. And that was like very hush hush. And it was ran by Dr. Halsey. And she literally traveled around the UNSC planets just kidnapping children. And see, that sounds like a really good drama. Of which you can do backstories into the people that were like failed to find or failed um, Spartans and then her struggles with going through it or maybe people that are trying to stop her that know about it. Like, come on. That's just like a drama whole thing ready to go. Yeah. So I'm I'm hoping the episode will be able to be like free to watch somewhere. I wonder if like Paramount Plus has to have. um like a a trial like right uh maybe you can get one week free done but i can get two episodes of halo well and then i can get two episodes and we can watch them together well yeah that's that's the plan we would just we would share the same login because we share uh, all of our subscription services well, duh. yeah exactly you're just you're saying brenna you're saying you're stating the obvious murderless man <laughs> oh is he clapping at me he's got the clapping without his hands <clears throat> anyways yeah um uh, yeah so i'm i'm concerned about the halo show that was a long tangent but um i mean that we were talking about the halo show i feel like that was pretty much in there well i had that article saved and i don't know what happened to it that's like, right anyway uh psa for pc players playing elden ring uh the exploit that was in dark souls has a similar exploit has found its way to elden ring uh so i strongly recommend disabling your online online play until um 
Um, we both got a text is, message that yeah, threw us off. Until this is fixed. Uh, basically, hackers are invading your world in-game, and then they, like, when they kill you in-game, they corrupt your save file, and then whenever you load in, your character just falls through the ground, infinitely dying. Um, so just disable your online capabilities. It's really unfortunate. I really hope that Bandy Namco and From Software can get this under control because I don't think they fixed the Dark Souls exploit either. I'm pretty sure it's still disabled for all the other Dark Souls games where they are corrupting your save file and taking over your computer. Yeah. Um, uh... So uh, Haven Studios has also been purchased by PlayStation not surprised. I think we all saw this coming. Um, but uh, we've, we've talked about the studio in the past and uh, Jade Raymond went out and founded this on her own. And like she had been she had been part of like PlayStation working with them and they kind of like she helped her get this going. Uh, so it's no surprise that PlayStation has acquired her studio. Um, no idea what she's working on yet, though. So we'll uh, have to wait and see. But uh, exciting stuff. And then uh, just a couple quick like pop culture like movie notes. Um, I went and saw Uncharted two weeks ago. I forgot to mention it last week. Uh, it was pretty good. You know, and in all honesty, like, you know, as a video game movie, it was a I thought it was a good. I mean, I've personally never played the Uncharted games. Unfortunately, I've never had a PC or play PlayStation. Jesus, there I never had go. a PlayStation. So I've unfortunately not been able to play the Uncharted games. I'm looking forward to them coming to PC soon. Um, It'll be good. Yeah, but uh, I thought it was a good a good adaptation of the series. Tom Holland, I think, makes a good Nathan Drake, provided that he continues. They continue to make movies. Is it decent? Yeah, and it's a role he can grow into. Um, But again, I don't know like too much about the series. It was entertaining. Um, I also saw the Batman this past weekend with uh, what's his face? The vampire. He's a vampire and a bat now. I've seen so many memes about like uh, like him asking like pe- like pe- uh, people asking Edward Cullen, like, can you turn into a bat? And then he like hops off screen. And he jumps back and he's dressed as Batman. <laughs> it's like <laughs> fantastic. I've seen it. It's, it's pretty funny. But uh, I got to say one of the best. I mean, the best Batman movie ever. Right. Uh, and just one, a phenomenal film, period, but also a top superhero film. Very dark, very gritty. I was very long. The way I described it to Brenna, it was like a combination between Watchmen and the Arkham Asylum games. Yeah. Or the, it is the Arkham Asylum, like, trilogy, It is Arkham right? Asylum. That's what I thought. I kept saying Arkham Knights. Uh, think- yeah. But it's like Batman. It's like Batman Arkham Knights or Batman Arkham. Arkham, Arkham yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, I'm going to look it up now. No, I'm not going to look it up. I don't care that much. <laughs> yep. But uh, like in that sense of like it was literally just Batman beating the crap out of people, which was really a nice change of pace to see for most superhero movies where they kind of seem to hold punches. Right. Here, here Batman is just like. There's a couple points where he like lost it and he's literally just punching the face in on some guys. And it's like, all right. Well, there we go. And the suit, the suit reminds me a lot of the video games, too. 
And then just the pace and the tone of the movie is very like Watchmen-esque. It's very dark and yeah. gritty. Even Gotham looked much like what you would think Gotham would look like from the games. Like it didn't look super cartoony like the old Batman movies. And then it didn't look like a carbon copy of New York like the uh, Christopher Nolan, Christian Bale. Yeah. So very good movie. Strongly recommend. But it is lengthy. So prepare yourself. Uh, and then this past weekend, uh, Brenna and I with Brenna's friend, we are whatever. Anyway, uh, yeah, Brenna's girlfriend. We watched uh, Turning Red. I know I made that so awkward. Holy crap. You had like a seizure and a stroke all together at once. Ugh, that was bad. Uh, we watched Turning Red, uh, the Disney movie, and it was so good. Like, I don't know what people are complaining about right it was hilarious and it's set in like 2002 i think 2002 so there's so many memories brought back and so many like making fun of things back then and like tamagotchis and boy bands and oh it was so good and the like obviously it's a chinese um influenced movie and so the hilariousness with like all the <laughs> grandmas and aunts coming in that it's just like so asian and it's so good and at one point, it was definitely like, okay, any anyone that has grown up in an Asian family is like bawling their eyes out right now. So it's got to be like so good. Yeah, I it was it was very very well done. Super super enjoyed. It. Plus, like red pandas, like who doesn't love red pandas? Oh, it's so cute. They're all friggin' adorable too. So fuzzy, so fuzzy. They're fuzzy. Strongly recommend watching uh, all three of those movies if you have not. But. Uh, that will do it for uh, this week. Um, no other special announcements other than thank you as always for listening. You know, you can drop us reviews or places, share us with your friends, help us do better and get better. We're we're trying, guys. We're hoping we're hoping later this year things will really free up for us and we'll be able to give give this give this another a new a uh, new breath new new breathe new life into it that's what i was looking for there you go we I made was, it <laughs> yeah fumbling everywhere no. <laughs> <laughs> we have too much fun with that one honestly it's gonna become a whole thing so, it already has i know so with that everybody good luck and have fun <laughs> And remember, I'll keep it ghostly. Oh, oh, so loose. Oh. 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 Are you an avid player of the Elder Scrolls Online and looking to take your game to that next level? Well, the Red Diamond Courier Podcast is here to help. I'm Bob Chichinsky. And I'm Dogbark24. We are two experienced players aiming to help others learn and improve through in-game knowledge and references. From PvE to PvP and everything in between. There's sure to be something for you in the Red Diamond Courier. We, we hope, hope you, you check, check us, us out. out. Thanks. Have you ever wondered how deep the Elder Scrolls lore rabbit hole goes? 
Have you got a grasp of the basics and want to find out more about the universe? Written in Uncertainty is here to help you. We'll be mixing in philosophy, theology, and whatever other theory is useful with Elder Scrolls texts to untangle some of the biggest questions in the series, like what are Dragon Breaks, how does Chim work, where did the Dwemer go, and more. Check us out at writteninuncertainty.com or find Written in Uncertainty on any podcatcher. Thanks for listening and catch you later in the grey maybe of Tamriel.